0: Warning, the following podcast has been classified as insanely lucrative. Listener discretion is advised. I wanted to hit $250,000 because that was actually what my goal was for the entire year of 2016 when I first started this thing. Hello everybody and welcome to the AM, PM podcast. My name is Manny Coates and I will be your host. And this is the show where we discuss all things Amazon private label related and how to generate recurring revenue streams 24 hours per day during the AM and the PM, hence the name of the show, AM, PM podcast. As a matter of fact, last night we were just watching a movie it was a netflix exclusive i had low expectations but it ended up being pretty good and it was called spectral check it out guys if you want if you're into sci-fi while i was watching spectral i was making money how cool is that pretty cool i think so guys i'm excited 2016 is now gone it's past we have begun 2017 and i want to make this episode one that reviews 2016. what happened on my first full year of amazon private label my journey through the fba jungle right so wow i don't even know where to start guys so for those of you that might be new listeners let me say that i started my journey back in december of 2015 okay So December of last year, essentially last month, that's when I hit my one year mark. So I am at month, I'm starting month 13, technically, okay? So I wanna talk about, first of all, what I was able to achieve in December, okay? Some of the good stuff, some of the bad stuff, and also where I ended up being for my first full year in the Amazon business. Where did I end up in 2016, or what did I end up generating and doing in 2016? So we're gonna talk about my sales, My profits some of the cool things that we did in 2016 and just kind of open up a little bit about what I've been doing okay and also at the end I'll talk about where I want things to go so let's get started here and let's talk about December all right before we start getting into the full year But December was a very, very interesting year or sorry, an interesting month. There was a lot that was going on. First of all, I ended up signing up for payability and I talked about payability. We interviewed the CEO and this is a service that allows you to get paid daily, right? And this makes a huge difference when you're starting out, right? Because cash flow is king. All right. In fact, payability has already paid me more than a quarter million dollars since using their service so it's really cool if you want to find out more about it i did like i said a an interview with the company a few podcasts back you'll have to check out the number i don't have it in front of me but it's really cool and we set up a special deal actually for you guys to get better cash back percentages okay and a longer free trial so before you just go over to the site before you go to payability.com click through the link it's an affiliate link but you're going to get benefits by doing so and we have that affiliate link it's going to be in the show notes and it's also available at ampmpodcast.com forward slash tools if you just go to the ampm podcast website and click on the tools section you'll see it but payability is awesome i can't recommend them enough it's cool i wish i would have had them back when i first started so now that you guys know if you're new definitely check it out i also used upfund Okay, Upfund was more of a November thing, but I had generated about $50,000 in crowdfunding and was using that for the revenues that were coming in in December, right, by getting that extra inventory. So definitely check them out again. They're also on our, our tool section. So let's talk about some specific numbers in December. So December, what was my worst day in December? Let's talk about that first. <laughs> Anybody have a guess? Worst day. What could possibly be the worst day in December? Well. For me, it was December 24th. On December 24th, right, Amazon can't get products to you by Christmas, so sales just kind of plummet. So it's expected, and I would expect, unless you guys ran out of inventory, that December 24th might have been your worst day of the month as well. But I ended up generating about $3,200 in sales. Okay, $3,261.33. That was my worst day. My second worst day, can you take a guess what day that would be? That's December 23rd. Again, I think people were done shopping for the holidays. That day I did $4,948.34. So still a pretty solid day, almost $5,000. So let's talk about my biggest day in December, okay? My biggest day in December, and this is with no discounts, no coupons, lightning deals, or any of that stuff. This is just a standard general sales day. That was December 17th, okay? and that day generated $26,821.59 in sales. So it was a big, big day, huge. As a matter of fact, it's my newest, biggest day ever, okay? Ever, including any days that I've had lightning deals or anything. This is the highest gross sales day I've ever had since I started, 26,821. That's nuts, right? I mean, if you think about this, my goal when I first started this whole journey back in December of 2015, right? 13 months ago was to hit 25,000 in sales in the first 90 days. And I did that in one day. So it's just nuts. It boggles my mind how far you know the business has progressed. So, okay, now we've know the biggest day, we know the worst days, and the worst days weren't really that bad, to be honest. But where were my numbers for December, okay? I had made a post, okay, I wrote a post out on our Facebook group, that's the FBA High Rollers, okay, that my goal for December was to generate a quarter million dollars in sales I wanted to hit $250,000 because that was actually what my goal was for the entire year of 2016 when I first started this thing okay at the end of 2015 when I was saying okay I'm going full force you know in 2016 my goal will be to hit it $250,000 in sales and the entire year of 2016 so Obviously I crushed through that, but I wanted to make that one year goal my actual one month goal for December, right? Does that make sense? So 250,000, where did I hit? All right, drum roll please. The number was $405,930. And there was some cents in there, okay? So 405,930, okay? Compare this to my previous December, okay? That was my first actual full month selling on Amazon. Okay, a year earlier, that was $75,710. So 75,000 a year ago, 405,000 this year. It's just crazy. So yeah, wow, let me look at some of the numbers here. Margins, let's look at the margins here. For December out of the 405,000, we had a 26% margin. Okay, or that breaks down to roughly about $106,000 in profit. That's after everything, okay? You throw it in there, it's everything, okay? It includes the shipping and the product cost and advertising and refunds, promo codes, the whole nine yards. So to me, that is just crazy. I mean, first of all, it's the largest profit month that I've ever had, right? $106,000 in profit in a month. And the $405,000 is the biggest month I've ever had ever, right? So by far, and I'm hoping to have more of those huge days in 2017. So. Let's talk about the yearly number, okay my yearly number this is just for two thousand and sixteen. It doesn't include the one month the December month where I generated seventy five thousand dollars in sales it does not include that so just in two thousand sixteen, the number was one point six million dollars in sales, so one million six hundred and seventy thousand eight hundred and eighty three dollars that's crazy guys to me that's I don't know i I don't even know what to say i it Blows away what I thought I was going to be able to hit for my first year doing this. So I'm super pumped about it. 1.6 million margins. I'm at about, for the year, a little lower than what I was in December, about 22%, or for the year, about $365,000 in profit. Okay. That's pre tax. So there might be some other small expenses that would come out of there. And of course, that does not include, you know, paying myself or my brother or anything like that. That's just, you know, the profit from the sales of the product. So let's talk about some additional statistics here. The whole year I see that I've used, it wasn't a lot, not, not a lot of promos going on. 65 promo codes were used, okay? I was never a humongous fan of using promo codes to launch stuff. I would discount things essentially. And I had a total of 1,064 refunds, okay? Total for the year, 1,064. Might seem like a lot, 1,064, but I had a total of 41,000 orders which represented almost 50,000 total units ordered, okay? My refund rate is somewhere right around 2% overall, give or take, right? I'm not doing the exact math here, but just looking at the numbers, that should be about where it's at. Advertising, guys, I spent just shy of 100,000. It looks like it's about $96,000 in sponsored ads in 2016, okay, and the majority of that is in the first half of the year, because by the second half of the year, I really dialed it way back, where at one point I was doing, you know, several hundred to even up to $1,000 per day in sponsored ads just for a short while. And then I dialed it back and I was doing only, you know, 100 to $200 per day in sponsored ads. So uh, once everything got set organically. Advertising, so 96,000 roughly in ads, about 175,000 clicks came out of that 96,000. So that's an average of about 55 cents per click. So it gives you some numbers there. Now, anyways, guys, that's my numbers. 1.6, I'm trying to break it down without going too deep into everything. I don't want to bore you guys to death, but yeah, that's where I was at. Other things that happened, gosh, we almost hit 15,000 members in our FBA High Rollers group by the time New Year's rolled around. I think by the time you listen to this, we'll be over 15,000. And our Merch Elite group, it's another group that we have on Facebook, hit 1,500 members. So that's 1,500 members strong and growing. So that's pretty cool. The numbers that I quoted here are just for Amazon FBA. They do not include merch. Right, We sold about, uh, we've been doing this for just over a year on merch. I'm looking at the numbers here, guys, let's see. Okay, first of all, the biggest month ever for merch was December, okay? And we did $7,670.71. So that's how much Amazon has deposited into our account. They don't make it very easy to get like the full gross sales. You have to download their Excel sheet and then use that. I'm just looking at their site right now and I can't do that much math in my head. So I can see the number though for the month in terms of the deposit is $7,670. Okay, so that was pretty solid. And the total for all of 2016 for merch is $52,743.22. So that's $52,000 that Amazon has actually deposited into my account just from merch. The actual sales are probably about four times that amount roughly. Actually no, probably, yeah, at least three times. So that would have been around, if I'm guessing here, about $150,000 in sales for the year on the merch program okay selling t-shirts and things but $52,700 was actually deposited into my account for merch so if you aren't doing merch I might as well sign up it's cool it's easy money honestly and it's just for me now it's just recurring it just keeps coming because we're not really doing much with it until they open up the channel a little bit they allow us to advertise some of the shirts a little bit better so that was cool okay again that fifty-two grand in profit was outside of the FBA sales, the 1.6 million in sales. That's a separate thing. Freight forwarding, guys, let's talk about that. Man, that's a tricky and confusing topic for many, isn't it? Freight forwarding. People are always asking, well, what can I do? Should I order the stuff through my supplier or get a freight forwarder to send stuff? And should it come from their factory or from the boat and express air or by sea? And it just, there's a million things that you got to deal with, including, you know, customs and all the different codes and It's a nightmarish if you don't know what you're doing, but guys, eventually you're gonna need to educate yourself on the topic. And I do have some great podcasts coming on the subject. So just, you know, hold on for a little bit longer and we're gonna have some really cool guests that are gonna really break it down. Speaking of which, with freight forwarding, I finally got, December, December is where I finally got my first orders of 40 foot containers. Okay, before that, my orders were smaller, I was breaking things up, but thanks to the money that I got coming in from the various sources, right, Payability and Upfund and Amazon, all of those things allowed me to order bigger amounts, right. So speaking of which, FBA or so the FBA loan from Amazon, I ended up getting a hundred and six thousand dollar loan from them. So that was cool. That came in at the tail end of December, where Amazon said, "Hey, here you go. Here's one hundred and six grand that you can use and just pay it back in six months." So I immediately took it, and I heard that within a couple months they'll potentially offer even more. So I'm looking forward to that. Let's see here, what else happened in December? Helium 10, I got to talk about that. Helium 10, you guys know, or if you don't know, I am the founder of Helium 10, okay? So I sell products on Amazon, right? I want to show you what can be done. I actually, I walk the walk, you know, I do this guys. I share, you know, my journey as much as I feel comfortable sharing. I try to, you know, give you guys a lot of golden nuggets wherever I can but I also built tools okay and I started building these tools for myself and now they're available to everybody who wants them okay many of the tools are free and yeah so helium 10 we've been progressing on that adding new things in fact we added two new tools in the tail end of December Many of you who are listening to this who are probably Helium 10 members might not even know those tools are on there. We haven't made an official announcement at the time I'm actually recording this. We were waiting to make a few little changes but everybody's on vacation, right? Because of the holidays. So a couple of new tools there, check them out. And the big announcement for that is we switched to a new payment plan where before everything was credit based and people were confused, right? Like if I'm spending $97 a month on X amount of credits, how many times can I use this tool if this tool costs why amount of credits right and it just confused people so now we just tell you hey 97 bucks a month you can use this tool this amount of times this tool this amount of times this one's unlimited and so forth so you don't have to do any math it's all set up for you it's cool and then at the end of each month boom it replenishes so no matter how many of those you used up the beginning of the next billing cycle you can use it all over again. And I think that's gonna be really good for everybody. And it adds a lot of value because your price isn't going up, right? You're still paying $97 or $197 a month, depending on which plan you're on. But as we keep adding features and adding tools, you're still paying the same amount and your uses on the current tools don't go down. We just start adding more tools and giving you more uses on those tools. So the earlier you can get in, the better. The people that get in early get grandfathered in on some really cool deals. So what else here, guys? I started tracking my keywords closely. That's one thing I started doing in December, big time. Okay. I kind of slacked off on that, to be honest. I got so busy with everything that I was ranking organically pretty well for a lot of my big products that I really started to slack off on the tracking. Okay. So now I'm really, really watching the keywords for my products, especially the main keywords, you know, and I'm focused on getting them to rank. I'm doing different tactics and strategies and doing different things, right? Using specific services and advertising and whatever I can do to try to get some organic lift out of that, right? Get those keywords to go up because once they go up, man, you just start making crazy money. Like I generated what? $1.6 million in sales and I only spent less than a hundred thousand dollars to do that. Okay. And the majority of that, like I said, was in the beginning of the year to try to get me up to that level where organically I'm generating those sales. So I don't have to pay any kind of advertising now if I don't want to, I could literally cut it all off and I should still be doing pretty well. But anyways I have all these keywords in there now I have them sorted appropriately I add notes to each keyword by the way guys so that it reminds me of anything I'm doing that helps boost it okay this way I can see if the rank is actually increasing or decreasing and whatever it's doing I can go back just look at the notes and I can say oh okay you know what this one's increased because I was running this particular ad campaign on Facebook or on AdWords or I was doing this or I did special technique or I changed this title or added the keyword here you know whatever it might be okay so I could just check those notes and instantly see what's going on and if I didn't have those notes gosh I would be lost right I wouldn't know what I did to what because you know there's for me there's over a dozen products and there's you know hundreds of keywords that I use with each of the products so that's important oh and if you're curious the keyword tool that I use the tracking tool is one of the tools in helium 10 okay so i use that it's called keyword tracker so just go in there and i use it to track all my keywords and it has a little note feature so you just click it you know just click and add in your note and save it and it's in there it's built in it's stuck with your keyword and you can keep track of it so all paid members have access to this guys definitely check it out okay i started to use a service to get lost money back from amazon based on damaged inventory and non-return customer products you know when people say they're gonna return something and Amazon gives them a refund and the product never arrives. So started doing that, nothing new here. These services have been around for a while but I've never used them. But so far so good, I've cleared, or I shouldn't say cleared, I gained back. I was reimbursed about almost $2,000 in one month in the month of December so far. So I had some drinks with the CEO of one of these companies and we're gonna be putting out a great podcast on the topic real soon just to tell you, you know what he thinks of how that all works and what you can expect, honestly. It's really inexpensive to do it and <laughs> I made my money back on the fee like in one day. So pretty cool. Again, I'll talk about that in the very near future here. I wanna make it an awesome podcast. If you guys are you know, really old listeners, you've been listening and following me for a while, you'll remember back in the early podcast days, this might've been somewhere around January, I mentioned that products that I avoid were electronics and this and that and sharp objects and one of the products was glass products and another product was liquid products right and the reasoning behind it was that glass products tend to break when you ship okay and liquid products tend to leak right it's not a good thing the potential to get a lot of returns okay Or people saying oh my god this product i ordered olive oil and it leaked all over my new iphone blah 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 whatever right it's going to be a mess mixing the two glass and liquid is like you know that's worse I don't even wanna give an analogy there, it's just bad, right? So that being said, even though I recommended against doing this kind of stuff in my earlier podcast, I actually wanted to test it. I wanna see how viable a product I could make or sell, knowing the risks, okay? And doing everything I can to mitigate those risks, right? So what can I do to ensure that it's not gonna leak? And what can I do to ensure that a glass product is almost certainly not gonna break, right? What can I do with the packaging to try to get that to happen? so i'm doing some experiments okay i've got this product that i'm jumping into and i'm going to see how it works out i'm going to keep a very close eye on what people say when they leave feedback and when they leave reviews on the product and just make sure that there's no issues there did i run out of stock this year yep i sure did i talk about this all the time in december i was pretty good right i was prepped i knew what was going to happen i did run out of stock but only for a couple days and You know, it was because I was prepared, right? I learned my lesson many times through 2016. And I knew that sales were going to 2X, 3X, maybe 4X, the normal numbers in December. So I was prepared for that. I ordered enough product, I thought. Certain days, obviously, like the day where I did $26,800 in a day. What is that? Jeez, that's almost like a 6X or a little more than a 6X over what we normally do. So that kind of throws things off. Um, But then again, you know, December 23rd and 24th, those were 1x or maybe on the 24th, it was less than 1x. So yeah, um, I'm learning to balance things now. I can get bigger shipments out now so that that doesn't happen. And eventually here, one thing that I have not been doing that I'm gonna start doing is I'm going to start utilizing the warehousing deals of companies to actually have products stored at their warehouses versus just sending everything into Amazon and, you know, letting them store it until it sells because their fees are a lot higher than these other warehouses, right? It could be two, three times as high, maybe more. So by utilizing these places and a lot of these freight forwarders have warehouses that you can utilize to store your product there until you need it. And then when you need it, you call them up, say, hey, I need you to send 2000 units to Amazon and they take care of it for you because they're your freight forwarder, right? Makes sense. In 2016, one of the big things was brand gating right the tail end of 2016 anyways and we came out with a service brandgating.com okay and it was used by tons of you It it was a great service it still is a lot of people have been using it and that service is to get your brand on Amazon gated right so make sure that nobody else can sell your product if you have brand gating you have brand registry you have brand gating then it locks your account or not your account sorry your brand so that a hijacker or another seller can't come on and sell your product. Well, brandgating.com, I have to say, unfortunately, has reached the tipping point, okay? What do I mean by that? We only have one person that can provide this service, right? One attorney that's doing this, and she is maxed out, maxed out, okay? And then she does wanna have some time to do her own thing and you know take a vacation here and there, so she just can't keep up. We were just talking about this. So it looks like we're gonna be stopping any new orders, that are coming in, okay, and putting people that do want to get the brand gating service on a wait list until we can get through the backlog, okay? Because everybody in December went crazy with it, right? They wanted to get that brand gating because the month is humongous with sales, so we were overloaded to say the least. So I guess we talked about two things, and we'll by the time this podcast comes out, we'll probably have decided, but we'll either be stopping the ability for people to just join or in pay, okay? You won't be able to do that. You'll be able to sign up and be on a backlog, or we'll be increasing the price point massively. I'm not talking about like 2x or something like that. We're talking about massive. It's probably going to be like a 4 or 5x increase in price, which I know is going to be prohibitive to a lot of people. So I don't know which one we're going to do, but like I said, one of these is going to be in effect probably by the time you're listening to this. So We're not making an announcement. This is not some kind of marketing trick or scarcity thing or anything like that. If that were the case, I would have announced it you know, in advance and hey, this is going to happen in seven days. I'm saying that this is probably already in effect by the time you listen to this. You know, I don't deal and do those gimmicky things. So anyways, yeah, it's a reality. Congratulations to those of you guys that did take the steps to purchase your brand gating from brandgating.com because you're locked in at this point. So you're good. And yeah, it's all I got to say about that, guys. 2016, we are 95 podcasts in right 95 episodes so that's pretty cool and our goal for 2017 is going to be to pump these out at a faster rate to get that great content coming out one of the things that I've really slacked off on and you guys have called me on it at some points is that there was no regularity to when we put stuff out right like a lot of other podcasts they have a schedule you know they're coming out on Monday Wednesday and Friday or every Tuesday or whatever it might be we didn't you know my thing was I'm going to do my business my FBA business that comes first I've got to get that out and then my podcast, which is free. I don't charge anybody for this content. I'll do those when I have free time and I never have free time. So I've got to squeeze it in in lieu of sleep or something like that. right? So one of the things I've been doing is really working to outsource a lot of what I do so that I can free up some time. So Guillermo Puyol and myself, and we talked about this in our goal now for 2017 is to release four podcasts every week. So we'll skip Monday. Monday's gonna be like a recap day, plus everybody's really busy on Mondays. And then we'll put a podcast out every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So we think that'll be pretty cool. Three of the podcasts will be quick, so you can get in and out. We call these our FAQ series. So these will be podcasts that are 10 to 15 minutes long, and so you can, you know, listen to them while you're on your way to work or something like that, if that's what you do, or, you know, quick gym workout, walking the dog, whatever. And then we'll have probably one episode, which is our longer style episode. Typically it'll be an interview or, or something a little bit more in depth. So that's what we'll be doing. So, you know, prepare for that. That should be pretty cool. And guys, man, 2016. Wow. The people, the people that I met, my journey, right? My private label journey through 2016, that was awesome there's so many great people and so many amazing people in our Facebook group and just everywhere you know that we've gone I couldn't have done this guys without my brother from another mother right Guillermo Puyol that guy you know he's the most honest ethical and incredible business dude I've ever met guys just he's just awesome right and anybody would be blessed to have a partner like him I'm super blessed so Guy I know you're listening to this probably before it even gets posted so thank you so much dude you're amazing. My brother, another incredibly amazing dude. And this is my actual real brother from the same mother. <laughs> he's always been there for me personally and business wise. And now, you know, he's helping me with the entire business here. I'm feeling absolutely awesome that he's taking on more and more of my daily tasks. That's again allowing me to get more content out to you guys. So that's pretty cool. And there's a lot of people. Wow. Well, after I did the podcast with Kevin King. You guys know Kevin, and he opened up his home to me. The first time I went out to Austin, I crashed over there. I was beat, I was exhausted. And he didn't know me really, other than you know the podcast we did. And so he's just super generous. And we went on some adventures there in Austin when I visited. It was awesome and we became very close friends. Guy's great. I speak to Casey Goss now every week. He's one of the smartest guys I've met in this industry. I'm always learning from him. He's one of the guys, one of the very few guys actually, that I actually talk to on a regular basis. That always has something interesting and new you know when we talk and i'm like hmm i didn't know that so we like bouncing ideas off each other so that guy is cool i'm looking forward to getting to know casey a lot better and yeah him and his brother are cool dudes man jason and matt from amazing.com they've been well they've been amazing honestly their name says who they are i'm just glad that we had the opportunity to hang out get to know each other and we had dinner, and you know, I spoke at their event, and I know that Jason's going through some tough times right now. So, you know, I wish him and his family the best. But those guys are just incredible. They're cool. So, also in Austin, I'm thinking I might have to move out to Austin. All the guys that are out there, Gee's in Texas, Jason and Matt have places out there. Kevin's out there. Anyways, I could make this sound like an Oscar speech and list everybody I've spoken to or met, but that would just drag on and way too long, bore you guys. So we'll skip that. You guys know who you are. You know who the the cool guys are that I've met. That said, what are my goals in 2017? Okay, let's close this out here. I think I'm gonna save that question actually for another podcast where I break things down that hopefully some of you can implement as well, those steps, right? But I can say this, this is something I've thought about. I want 2017 to be the year that sets up 2018 to be my first eight figure year ever, okay? I don't think I can hit eight figures in 2017. I don't think it's realistic, okay? I did 1.6 million this year in sales. I think going from 1.6 million to 10 million next year is unrealistic. Just the financial cash flow side of it probably would not allow it. I'd have to like do monster, monster months in the last half of the year and I just don't, I don't see it. But then again, that's what I said at the beginning of 2016 when I wanted to hit 250,000 in sales and I ended up doing 1.6 so you never know but I know that 2017 is gonna be the month or the year sorry where I really set things up so that the start of 2018 those will be million dollar months million dollar plus that's my goal we'll see if it happens finally guys I want to mention I'm gonna be putting on an elite conference okay one for successful sellers that will blow your expectations away okay it's gonna be nuts it's not gonna be cheap by the way It's not gonna be cheap, it's not gonna be huge, it's not gonna be a ton of people, okay? It's gonna be for serious sellers at an awesome location and when you walk away, you're gonna have heard and learned tactics and strategies that have not been discussed. These things are gonna pay for the event tenfold over, maybe more, right? It's gonna be crazy. You're gonna want to secure a seat at every year event that we do once you have a taste of what we're doing. I I guarantee it, It's it's just gonna be insane. I'm implementing all of these crazy things already some of them are amazing and these are the things that really we can't talk about on the podcast just because they're either way too advanced or if you have a ton of people using them it just kind of breaks everything for everybody so I'm gonna announce more information on this when it's available I can tell you right now it's called the Illuminati Mastermind okay And if you'd like to get on the early bird notification list, we're going to have some kind of rudimentary site up, but you can head over to illuminatimastermind.com. And like I said, I will announce more information, both on our Facebook group and on the podcast once we have that going, but it's coming very, very soon. But illuminatimastermind.com, like I said, it's going to be very limited. It's going to be amazing. It's not like anything else that, that you see out there. So definitely check that out. And guys, I hope... You know that you've learned a thing or two by following my first year journey on Amazon. You know, I know I've learned a lot. I met some amazing people. I've had some crash and burns and some struggles with seller support that have just, you know, made me pull my hair out. I'm definitely way more bald than I was when I started. (laughs) But I hope to continue to bring, you know, good value to you guys in 2017. And I want you guys to keep me honest in our Facebook group. If you like something, let me know so I can make more of that. If you don't like something, let me know so we don't continue to do it, right? That's what I love about our community, our FBA High Rollers group, is that you guys, you know, keep it real. You guys post in there and, and say what's on your mind. So feel free to respond to the posts I'll make on our group with this podcast and let me know what your thoughts are and let me know where you guys are in your journey, where you were and what you did in 2016. I want to hear that. And guys, if you want to be on the podcast, okay, if you're listening to this and you have a story to tell, you know, something that's inspirational, something that, you know, completely blew your mind, you did way better than you thought, you've got something you think people would like to hear, you know, you got some nuggets, let me know, reach out to me on the group, talk to Guy as well. Guy's usually a little easier to reach because I have so many people reaching out to me, but the best way if you want to get on the podcast is to go to our ampmpodcast.com website and there's a contact button in there where you can actually leave a little voicemail so just leave a voicemail and say what it is you'd like to talk about and we'll go from there I'd love to have more of our members on the show that said thank you so much everybody for being a listener hopefully a subscriber if you haven't subscribed please do so thanks for the support and keep crushing it we'll talk soon